Hi friends, you're listening to Created Podcast, and we're your hosts, Amanda, Taffy, and Emily. Every week, we will take a deep dive into the topic of worth and identity, and how by discovering more of who God is, we can discover more of who we are created to be. No matter if you're a lifelong Christ follower, new to the faith, exploring, or skeptical, our hope as we tackle discussions around this topic is that you will find we are all not too different in our struggles. We believe there is hope, clarity, and confidence in understanding our worth and identity. And welcome to another episode of Created. We are so happy that you could join us this week. And this week, I have the lovely Amanda. She is back from all her birthday celebrations. And I have the lovely Sarah with us. But sadly, Emily could not be with us. But you know what? We love her. And we have had great times with her. She will be back. Promise. I promise. Yes. I'm, I'm making it seem as if she's not going to be back. Poor Emily's going to listen to us and be like, Tagli, have you like X me from the, from the podcast? No, Emily yeah, is great coming. time with her. Yes, exactly. But before we jump into this week's um, name of God, we would love to hear, Amanda, how was your birthday? It was very sweet. It has been a, a bit of a a couple of crazy weeks and my mom was not intended to be here for my birthday and she ended up being here for my birthday which was so sweet and so she took me out and then it also allowed Eric and I to go out for my birthday as well because she was here to watch Eli and so it was very sweet I felt very spoiled and it was just nice to spend quality time with both my mom and then obviously my husband as well so, oh yeah it was we love fantastic. it i yeah. am so happy we just gotta love moms moms are just special they're just amazing oh, humans they, aren't they? <laughs> i love moms are great every um, Everyone uh, needs their mom. <laughs> I know. And I was just thinking that this time last year, I was with you on your birthday. I know. It's so I sad. Like <laughs> pictures had like popped up on my phone. And I was like, oh, Daffy was here. <sighs> but See it was. Again. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it again. Definitely. Definitely. But I'm going to jump us right in. I don't even know if that's a statement. I think I'm just fumbling my words today, but we're going to jump right in to the (laughs) name of God that we're going to be talking about. And we had so much fun with this, um, especially trying to pronounce it. Um, If people know I am multilingual, I want to say bilingual, but multilingual. And um, so I was you know, we came on and everyone's like, so how do we say this? And I was like, right in there. I didn't even think about it. So we're going to be talking about Jehovah Tsuri. So for some of you, you might look at it and think, how am I supposed to say this? It's like saying Tsuri with a T attached to it. So it is Jehovah Tsuri. And Tsuri actually means rock. It's a Hebrew word. And it means rock, which represents God's permanence, his protection and his enduring faithfulness. And I just I love this. Like when I when we were thinking about, okay, which name are we going to do next? Like this was one of the ones that really stood out for me because I was like, man, there are just so many ways that we can go down like God being our rock, you know, Jehovah Tsuri. But one of the um, places where we have found where it's the literal translation of Tsuri in in the Hebrew, where we have found this in scripture is actually Psalm um, 18 verse 2. And it says, the Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, 
my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Like that one verse just packs in so much. It's like God is not just saying, hey, I'm just your rock, but I'm just going to expand on what that rock even means. And we were talking about how we were talking about how in this day and age, when we think about a rock, it really doesn't, you know, some of us are thinking pebbles, you know, I just, you know, stubbed my foot on a rock or like the little pebbles that are, that are going around. But back in the days, like a rock was so, so significant. And I'm going to let Amanda unpack that. But before she does, um, you know, you might be thinking, you know, where there's so many references in the Bible, both in the Old and the New Testament, and it's filled with references of God being our rock. You know, just that permanence of who he is, the faithfulness, his protection, his firm foundation for our lives. He's our hiding place in a time of trouble. Like I could go on and on and on. But in that, we just want you to know that, um, yeah, God is our rock. And what does that actually mean? So Amanda, could you unpack that for us a bit? Yeah. So, I mean, if we're going to go back to context and biblical um, times, obviously today, if something is happening here, we run in this day and age to like a house for a fortress or some, if something is going on, even if it's a hurricane, they even have, you know, I'm just thinking I live in Florida. So hurricanes, there's places in the city that you can go to if there's flooding or things like that. And um, obviously, though, like uh, Taffy was sharing, we see it in Psalms and David, he in a season of his life is running from people trying to murder him. <laughs> and he is actually there. It's so many times referenced that he's running into the rocks and that seems maybe something funny but uh culturally and the israelites know this and anyone in that time that is where they ran to find protection whether that is storms whether that is um running from maybe you know violence or any of those types of things that they were experiencing to a hiding place to find protection to run into the caves that was something sturdy it was something they knew that they could go to to find that refuge, to find that protection. And it, obviously in today's age, we don't run to the hills <laughs> and run to find a cave to hide in. Um, and so we may not necessarily see it the same, but what David talks about, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, my savior in whom I find protection. It is so deep and so meaningful to him because that is truly what he's living day to day. That is where mm -hmm. he's running to. That is where he's finding. And it's significant because that imagery is truly his experience, not only in his life that he's experiencing, but also through the Lord. And so I think it's just important for us to even kind of grasp that aspect because we just don't we no longer run to the rocks when we are in trouble, um, but it is so significant um, to the people um, in biblical times. So that's, yeah, just kind of sets up, I guess, their framework when they read that, what they're really getting from it, um, maybe versus what we may take initially at first glance. <laughs> so Sarah, what are some of the things that you've like picked up when you've just been looking at God our rock. Um yes, very similar with that with him being a shelter and I think also I was also just thinking through the different 
points, like just in the Bible and what it says, like they were also like rocks were also used to create altars and temples and houses and walls and just like all of the, like there's so many things too in that and thinking about God being our rock and being in the midst of all like of those things in those parts of our lives and being that shelter and being that protection and being that safety and that place um, to go in and to dwell and all that kind of stuff. And then I think like I was thinking through all the different stories too, where I know like off the top of my head too, when it comes to the rocks and like, I know that we, we had chatted and before too about like the water coming from the rock. And so him being that, you know, like a living source as well and what that looks like um, in relation and just like, I mean, I don't know, this could be, it's totally just my thought. So I'm not saying this is like, this Mm -hmm. is the thing, but it was a thought I had too. Like, as I was just thinking through different things, like even David, like when he used stones, like to also like, like as stones to take down Goliath, like obviously the Lord was with him, but it's like, I mean, even using the stones and like defeating the giant, like I was just thinking through all those kinds of things. And I was like, oh, that's actually like, I don't know, there's just a deeper and as you go down that route, you can see a lot of those like stories and references too. And then again, bringing it back to with God being our rock, what does that actually look like and mean for us and like our lives? And where have I seen him be all of those things in being my rock? Um, throughout my life so yeah I was really encouraged (laughs) I love that we just see it I think so much like you were saying and when we were kind of laughing beforehand too like man it is all over it is just all throughout the old testament it's all throughout the new testament we just see this imagery of God being our rock I mean you go through second Samuel obviously all over Psalms because of David um but I mean Deuteronomy and you can honestly, I say, yeah, just go through the Bible. Luke, Matthew, it's all, it's all in there, you know, about, about um, you know, God being our rock and our refuge. And I think, th- but it's like rock and refuge and salvation. And then, like you said, it's uh, our living hope when he took the Israelites through mm-hmm. the desert and he made water come mm-hmm. from the wa- from the rock, you know, and it was a, a source of life and he is the source of life. And then it talks about in first Peter, right? Like, we set our feet on solid rock and all other ground is sinking sand. You know, there's so much. And I love that's what you were just saying. Like back in the day, they that's how they built, right? That is how they built their foundations of their homes. That's how they did all those types of things. And so it's one of these names that I think also is super personal to me in this season, although um doesn't necessarily – I guess, directly say his name in this verse. Um, but as we're talking about, you know, the Lord being our rock and our savior, our refuge, it's really hand in hand a lot of the time when it says um, the Lord is our rock. It Quickly after normally it says like the mm-hmm. Lord is our refuge or our protection. And my verse, favorite chapter of all time is Psalm 46. And we have decided to name our sweet little girl Adelie, which comes from Psalms 46.1. And it, it says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in troubling times. And Adelie means God is our refuge. And uh, so this aspect of the name of God, I think, has in this season that I have been in has felt a little bit like a battle. There's just been some things going on in our personal life and um, 
just some random things that have just been unexpected, I feel like, in the season. And so I think even coming back to fully grasping and understanding this name of God, that he truly is our rock and our refuge and that he is our hiding place, that he is our fortress, that he and when I think of refuge and rock in that same aspect, it is truly something that I can come knowing that that I'm safe and that there is rest in this place despite the storm that's going on outside. And I think that's one of the most beautiful aspects of this name of God in having to, unfortunately, I feel like, you know, with anything that really gives us understanding, we normally have to go through like the hard to really understand it, right? So to really know hope, you kind of have to face some hopelessness. (laughs) To really know like that God's our refuge, you maybe have to go through a storm. So um, I think in that it's like, man, truly getting to experience that he's our refuge and that he's our rock, that I do not have to be tossed Mm. by the circumstances in my life. Like I can set my feet on who he is, knowing who he is, you know, like knowing that he is my rock and that is where I come and that's where I find rest and that's Mm. where my peace comes from. And so I think it's just such a personal (laughs) name to me in this season. And I think why it's so important to kind of go into as we look at life, you know, how does this name teach us about our identity and teach us about who we are so that we can walk differently, you know? So maybe we want to tackle our questions <laughs> that we've been going through in um, this series, unless somebody else has something before we jump into those. I, th- I think we can jump into the question, um, which might just tie into to what what I was going to say, maybe I'll, I'll explain it a bit and then you can ask the question because, um, Sarah, you touched a bit on, um, David and Goliath and how he took up the stone. And I think some, so many times when we're thinking about God being our rock, we're thinking about a big boulder. We're thinking about the massive cave. We're thinking about the massive mountain. But we actually forget the significance of that moment when David picked up that stone, that rock, and he put it into his sling. And that was the thing that defeated um, the giant Goliath. And and I really feel that it comes back to the whole living stones things is that um, when we're thinking about a rock, we're thinking about something big, but yes, God gave that big, um, that big picture in our heads. But in that moment where, where um, we're seeing that picture of David picking up the stone, it's actually, again, the Lord bringing back David in remembrance of his identity because at this point already David has been anointed as the king he may not have walked into into his um, identity yet of being king and he still has a massive long way to go before he actually is crowned king but in that moment when he is coming he's not standing he actually doesn't even declare, I am David the king. He is standing as David, the child of God. He knows his God. He knows who God is. So when this person comes and tries to defile who God is, he is standing in that authority. So as he picks up that rock, even though it's a dead thing, even though it's small, it's actually 
his confidence in his identity and who God has called him to be, not the title. I, I feel that sometimes we have confidence in the title, but actually when you stand up and you have confidence in who God is, the the rock isn't so much the power, it signified who God was. Jehovah, he is Jehovah, his rock. It signified that, but actually his knowledge of knowing that God is my rock. You know, you are this giant that is coming before me and defiling my God. But actually I am standing here and going, but he is powerful. So even though you see this little rock, my God is more powerful than the little thing that, that you are seeing. So I think it, it then brings us back to the whole question of, you know, the questions that we like to ask as we talk about the names of God of actually from this name of God, what do we learn about our identity? And I think David really puts a very good picture of, of that, of, of signifying like, this is my identity. I know my God who is the rock, who is my refuge. Cause all over Psalms, he talks about God being his refuge and God being the rock in which he hides in. But as he's holding that and symbol symbolizing that in that rock that then, defeats Goliath it's actually him standing in his identity of Jehovah is my rock so I just yeah I wanted to just point that out because I think sometimes we think of it as as something that is away from us rather than actually we need to embrace this name of God so that we can walk full and in full authority of who God has called us to be yeah yeah I love that. And I think I'll just piggyback off of what I was just saying, how this has for like what we learn about our identity and for me in this season, just the reminder that as he is steadfast, so am I to reflect the steadfastness of the Lord, like in that firm foundation, as I was saying, you know, not having to be a person that is so tossed by the things going on. And I think that that is one thing, although often hard, you have to be so attentive to the spirit and attentive to the enemy. And I think it's so easy to shift our gaze off of um, the real battle. And exactly, I love kind of how we are talking, obviously, a lot about David here. Um, and we're talking about Goliath and we're talking about these things. But it is the battle. We are in a battle. And it's like we have to know what stones to pick up to throw in order to fight and win the battles mm -hmm. that we are fighting. And I honestly like the Lord stopped me the other day and was like, what battle would you like to fight? Like the one that you feel constantly consumed by or would you like to come from the place that you already have victory? You know, like would you like to fight in the spirit with who I am? versus feeling so consumed by this battle that you feel like you're in. And so I for me it's knowing, whoa, <laughs> who who am I fighting and who am I in this? Like I am not I was not given a spirit of fear. I wasn't given a spirit of anxiety. I wasn't given a spirit. I'm given a spirit of like Amen. of Amen. down mind of I'm totally forgetting <laughs> that verse right now, but <laughs> that one. <laughs> <laughs> peace and sound mind and I'm totally betraying that verse anyways that is the spirit that he's given me and that's who I am and so it's like knowing that Jehovah Suri mm -hmm. I am made and we've Sarah pointed this out I am a living rock mm -hmm. like 
I am aligning myself to the steadfastness, to finding the peace, the refuge, all these things that that provides, I also can deny every lie that's being told to me and align myself and say, this is who I am. So I think for me, it's so huge just to say, hey, I'm going to clothe myself with who God is and who I am. I don't have to walk like that. And so that's been really big about, again, learning more of who I am just because of who he is in this season. So yes. <laughs> and on and with that, so going so we talked talking a little bit about the whole idea of that and being living stones. Um in that too. I'll just read it's from I'll just read the scripture on that in first Peter two and I'll start at verse four that says as you come to him, a living stone, rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. And then I'll just go down a little bit. We're starting at nine. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation a people for his own possession mm-hmm. that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And so, yeah, going, there it is right there laid out for you. No, but, but it's just, it's good. And it's encouraging and needing to be reminded and understanding that too of like, okay, we're going back to how does that apply to us? And like, okay, what does that mean for us in our lives? Like we are, partnering with the Lord in that. And so what are those things to walk in? What are are there things that we're going to have to change and move around and shift? And again, you said deny all the lies and walk in the truth. Like that's an application thing. And so like thinking through what are the things to deny or let fall off and let go and surrender and go so that we can fully walk in what he has called us into. And that is a holy priesthood with the Lord, which is awesome. (laughs) that's so good and and i think that that's like when we look at the old testament and the new testament you know a lot of it is talking about refuge in the in the old testament and about you know he's our protection and everything but when jesus christ comes and he sets foot on the on on the earth he is reminding us Mm -hmm. that we are the living stones like it doesn't really say that in the in the old testament but actually in the new testament jesus is coming and he's saying i want you to shift your mindset to actually be who you were called to be you know, the, the truth of the matter is that when we are experiencing all these names of God, God is actually going, hey, remember again in the beginning where I said, I have created you in my image. So that meaning, that's meaning that we have aspects of who God is inside of us. So when he talks about living stones, he's actually going, come on, I'm calling you to who you are created to be. I am saying you are the, you know, it says, you know, the cornerstone is is the church. You know, we are the foundation of, of, of who God is. So if we do not understand what our foundation 
religion is, then basically we're just walking in falsehood. And which is exactly what that scripture is saying, Sarah, where it says, do you know what? You are living stones, but actually in the world, you are not living out the fullness of who I've created you to be. But when you come to me, you become alive and you actually function in all that I have. Another example of living stones is, is um, actually in Matthew 16, verse 18. And it says, and this is the part where Jesus gives um, Simon his name, Peter. And Peter in Aramaic, which is Greek, it means rock. Um, and again, God, uh, Jesus is actually giving us a, a living example of what um, living, what being a living stone is. And it says in verse 18, I give you the name Peter, a stone. And this truth of who I am will be the bedrock foundation of which I will build my church and my legislative assembly and the power of death will not be will not be able to overpower it and and he goes on to say I will give you the you know the keys of heaven you know but it's it's that thing of like I will build my church on the rock and the gates of hell will not prevail that is our identity. You know, God is not saying build a physical um, structure. He's going, you, the believers, the church, I am saying you are the foundation, you know, and I'm going to build my church on this foundation. You, Peter, you are the person I want to build my, my, my church on. I am the person that God wants to build his church on. The church is not a building the church are the people and in that with the authority of knowing who you are in me you will stand at the gates of hell and they will not win that's just the word prevail it's not they're not going to win they're not going to overpower power you so even as amanda is sharing like this is what she's standing on she's going come on enough is enough you know, enemy, you're not going to have reign over my family. You're not going to have reign over my health. You know, I stand in this situation. I'm going, enough is enough, enemy. You're not going to have reign over my peace. You're not going to have reign over my schedule, over, you know, making me so busy that I don't have intimate time with God. And, you know, you might be listening and going, actually, where are the areas where the enemy is trying to take, literally uproot your foundation, which is the rock? cornerstone jesus is our mm. cornerstone <laughs> and he's literally trying to take that away and make you so wavy like you're on water and there's no like you know when you're sinking you know like you're like i need to just find the ground you know so i can just find footing and that's what the enemy's trying to do he's trying to take that away but actually when we just stop and we go come on jesus he is our cornerstone and that cornerstone, I am a living stone. So that is my foundation. So I need to just stop right now and go, I am on solid ground. And when you come to that realization, you're on solid ground, you will stop flapping and you will stop fretting. And you go, I'm on solid ground. I have authority over the gates of hell. They will not prevail over me, over my mind, over my body, over my family. And I take authority because Jehovah Tsuri is living inside of me. So, so I just, I, and I just, I just became like, as I read that, I was just like, come on, this is who God is. Enough is enough that the enemy comes and tells mm -hmm. lies to us and saying, we have no foundation. No, we have a foundation. And our foundation is in Christ. Yeah. And the same Christ who walked on this earth, he lives inside of us and has given us authority over the things that we see every single day. 
So yeah, just thought I'd just. And I think it's. <laughs> yes. Like <laughs> drop truth bombs all over there. Yeah. I, and I just, I, I honestly, like that second question that we kind of are tackling ish mm-hmm. a little bit of how should this name of God change the way we walk? I just, I feel like this name of God is so fitting for this um, time Mm. in our world because I feel like you can look around and there is a sure lack of people standing on a firm foundation and it is just riddled with a lot of people being Mm. tossed by the left and the right and being in the wind and even hearing something and then Mm -hmm. sending them down a spiral and it being super scary. Or, I mean, I know that we've globally tackled things over the past couple of years that have had global impact, whether that be wars, sickness, all these things. And we see the world just crumble under the fear and being tossed. And it's like this this name of God has to set yeah. us yeah. apart yeah. in this world. Like we are to reflect Jehovah yeah. Suri. And that is standing firm that we are not shaken mm-hmm. when these things come up, that we know that this is not our home, that we know that no matter what we face in this life, God is good yeah. and that we have eternal life in him and that this is where like – nothing can come against us that God is not with us in, Mm. you know? And it's like when, and even saying like all the images of um, stone, I know that this maybe seemed like a weird image, but I'm just going to go for it. Give you the picture (laughs) that I have in my head. Often when I think of this is just, just roll with me. Okay. (laughs) Um, It's like, I will literally see myself, wherever I am, kind of like in a cave. (laughs) Now, not in darkness, not in whatever, but like in a fortress of protection Mm -hmm. of like, I am not, I know that sounds weird and it may look weird, but I'm like, I am walking around in the protection of God. Like there is this rock fortress cave-esque thing that I am standing in and on and under. And that is what I can walk outside my door and not have fear that I know so many people often ask like, oh, what's it like? Are you like afraid to raise kids in this day and age? No, I'm not. Like I'm not because like I said, (laughs) the verse I was thinking of earlier was I have the spirit of power, love and a sound mind. That is the spirit that I'm teaching my children. Like I am teaching them that no matter what is going on outside that we have a fortress. And so how should it change the way we look and walk? That is how, like, we got to look different than the world. And that's by truly saying enough is yeah, enough with the enemy yeah. and just not agreeing anymore with that yeah, stuff, you know? So good. I just, um, as you were speaking, because I just kept on thinking of the song um, Firm Foundation. And I think so many times we sing songs and we're like, we're like singing about Jehovah's Surrey in firm foundation by, by Maverick. And it's like, even just the opening mm-hmm. verse, it says, Christ is my firm foundation, the rock on which I stand. When everything around me is shaken, I've never been more glad that I 
put my faith in Jesus because he's never let me down. He is faithful through generation. So why would he fail me now? He definitely won't. I just, add, I added the definitely part. It doesn't say that in the song. <laughs> just in case people start butchering me like, yo, Taffy, why are you changing the lyrics? But, you know, like, I'm like, come on. We need to start, you know, like, um, correlating what we're singing out to the scriptures because where we've read in Matthew 18 where Jesus is going you know Peter you are the rock you know you are the living stone on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail you know as Amanda said you know as she is teaching her children that they will you know nothing is going to take it away they have power love and a sound mind that is the fortress in which they're standing on so I just pray that even this week even if people start listening to that song from foundation that you would declare it over your house as you're walking in your house as you're going to work as you're listening to it in your car that you would declare it with that remembrance of this is what scripture says I am that he is my firm foundation the rock on which I stand I will not be defeated nothing is going to shake me um in this time so yeah I just thought I'd just drop that there because you know so many times we sing songs but sometimes we don't know the bigness of what we are declaring into the atmosphere so yeah I'm tossing in an oldie but yes. a goodie, but the on crisis solid rock mm. I stand that song. I don't know if it, mm. you know, and it says my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Yeah. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On crisis rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. So two songs for you <laughs> this week to just declare over your life, mm. and that let all those things just soak in because. As we also, uh, worship is a weapon. We know that worship is a lot of things, but it's also a weapon. And so declaring those things and singing those over and changing the atmosphere in our homes and in our rooms and in our lives that we walk into, you know, these are it, these are scripture, which is the living mm. word of God that we can breathe out as we sing, you know? And so I think I love that you brought that up, Taff, because it just totally made me think of the other song too. So hopefully those are two bonus songs y'all can just rock out to this week. <laughs> so good. Well, Sarah, you have our you have our challenge for this week. Yes, I do. <laughs> so the first, no, the only. The challenge is that well, it's and it was really like so going back when we were just talking through like the questions and stuff too of like, okay, from, so from this name of God that we just talked about today, what do we learn about our identity through that? So that's a question to ask. That's a question to go through. Um, and then the part two of that, which we've been asking every week is how should this name of God change the way that we walk? So once you've gone through the name of God, what did we learn about our identity in that? Then what's the application and how will that change your walk? Yes. Love it. Okay. And then the prayer challenge for this week is um, maybe just evaluating where you've set your feet not on solid ground. So uh, we talk a lot about obviously identity and worth. It's all about our podcast. And a big part of that is uh, allowing time 
for reflection so that we can acknowledge where our identity isn't aligning uh, with the word of God. And so really that this week, we want to just take a pause and say, oh, my feet are not on solid ground right there. Like I'm really being tossed by this thing in my life. Um, So just stopping and evaluating and realigning to being a living rock within Jehovah. Sorry. So I'll pray and that will wrap us up for another name of God, which is, man, I just love this series. It's so good. So, all right, Lord, thank you for revealing just more of your character and your nature, God, that we truly, we can have hope and confidence and Lord, that there is nothing that this world can offer that is any comparison to who you are and learning more about you and learning more about, um, God, who you are that changes us, that makes us uh, be able to have life and freedom and peace and joy, um, regardless of the circumstance. God, we just we're so grateful for who you are and we're so grateful to continue to learn together as a community more um, and draw closer into just your heart, God. So this week we just pray as we reflect that you speak to us, that you um, help transform us, Lord, to standing and being people that reflect in our living stones, that we reflect Jehovah Tzuri to this world, that we um are able to show the world that you can have a firm foundation, that their circumstances and the things that we face just do not have to rule over our life because you are our refuge, you are our rock, you are our foundation, um, and you are our fortress and redeemer, God. And so we just thank you for all that you are. And we're um, just giving you this week and uh, asking you to move. So we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for listening to The Creative Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to whatever platform you're listening on. You can find us at created.podcast on Instagram and also on our website, youarecreated.com. Hope you join us next week. But until then, don't forget, you are created.